From our studios in North Florida, it's in black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and patriots of all ages, welcome to In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary. And yes, I am the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks, not just your host, but your tour guide through the messed up world, which is Joe Biden's America, and telling you the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth with an awful lot of help from God. Yes, folks. This is truly amazing times in which we live. Now, we're only really into the second week of 2023, and man, has it gotten just straight up hot. The Biden regime is a mess. It's an absolute mess, and and I love that now... Once again, my favorite investigative journalist, John Solomon, has brought forth another blockbuster. Some serious revelations, and oh man, is the Biden regime getting dang nervous. But before I get into that, just real quick, you can send us email at inblackandright at gmail.com, or you can check out our website in blackandright.net and also uh, 3 p.m. Eastern Monday through Friday we're going to be doing more live streams on our locals page definitely encourage you to become a member and join our community and help us expand the show this year uh, it's going to be a lot of fun and if the first oh I don't know couple of weeks or any indication Oh, this is going to get real fun and real fast. What do I mean, folks? Well, let's go to justthenews.com. And once again, the great John Solomon, five-star investigative journalist and really the gold standard for getting real news out there, not the crud that CNN or MSLSD or even Fox produces. You'll love this one. The same, because there's an irony here that is absolutely delicious. Now, today, uh, January 10th, John Solomon reveals in Just the News, belated revelation, classified documents found in private Biden office turns legal and political tables. Now, what do I mean by this? If you have not read the story, apparently... The, department, the head of the, the Department of Injustice, Merrick Garland, the Attorney General, uh, revealed on November 18th that he had named a special prosecutor to investigate uh, Trump for his handling of classified documents that were found in Mar-a-Lago uh, at his compound there. And, but, 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 the government harbored a lovely little secret. Joe Biden has a similar problem with the handling of classified documents. Case in point, the office where these documents were found was part of a think tank at the University of Pennsylvania 
that the Biden Center, as a matter of fact, that has received significant, and I do mean significant funding from, wait for it, the Communist Chinese Party. Oops, oops, and oops. Ha! It's a crack up. It's an absolute crack up. Now, from Solomon's story, I mean, oh my gosh, you'll, you'll, you'll just love this. You'll love this. I mean, I'll, I'll probably, I won't read the whole thing, but I will read enough of it that I pray that you will actually look into this, folks. Now, in Solomon's story, starting about the second paragraph, just two weeks earlier, Biden's lawyers disclosed to government lawyers on November the 2nd, just six days before the midterms, yeah, side note, they probably knew it long before November 2nd. But anyway, we continue. That they had found sensitive government documents with classified markings inside an office that Biden used at the Penn Biden Center think tank in Washington after he left office as vice president for Barack Obama. The public was kept in the dark about the startling discovery until Monday. Hmm. Well, 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 this is going to get real interesting. When the White House confirmed it was cooperating, <laughs> quote unquote, with an investigation launched by the Justice Department at the request of the same National Archives, basically the librarians that were having really a, well, I'm just going to say it, a pissing match with President Trump over the, for the last year. My, oh, mercy. Hang tight. It gets better. The belated disclosure turned the tables politically on Biden, who sharply, who was sharply criticized Trump for his document debacle last fall, which included, by the way, the raid on Mar-a-Lago. Oh, but it gets better. The hypocrisy, the irony gets a lot better. Now, the belated disclosure turned the tables, political tables on Biden, who sharply criticized Trump for his document debacle, while also raising troubling questions that will need to be answered by a U.S. attorney in Illinois and for Congress. Oops. That means the Oversight Committee, which means, yes, uh, Congressman Jim Comer, who is, ex who is the, uh, who's expected to be chairman, is going to have fun with this. So, yeah, and of course, where was or where is the mainstream media? MIA, as per usual, when it comes to Biden and the Democrats. But there are some questions that um, John Solomon brings up in his article, and they are very legitimate questions, such as, are there any other documents missing from Biden's government document collection from his time as vice president? Now, before you say, well, what's the big deal? What's the big deal? Well, here's what the big deal is, you goofball. Biden, as vice president, does not 
have the same type of protections legally as if he were president. So yes, the fact that he had classified documents, I mean, skip documents, secured, compartmentalized, top secret information as vice president, he had no right to them because the Presidential Records Act does not, I repeat, does not protect vice presidents. It only protects presidents. Now, as vice president, he would be under not the, pre the Presidential Records Act, but the Federal Records Act, which actually does have a punishment mechanism built into it. So for those of y'all who think you're all that in a bag of chips, and oh, what's the big deal? What's the big deal? That's the big deal, ding dong. He's packing, and, and yet, interesting the timing of this. Uh, it was revealed uh, just days ago with the incoming Republican majority in Congress when you're going to have people like Jim Jordan as the chair of the Judiciary Committee, plus he's going, it looks like he's going to be the chair of the subcommittee of the weaponization of the U.S. government, of law enforcement, the intelligence sector. Ooh, baby. Well, now here's another great question that the great clueless Joe is going to have to answer, or at least his lawyers. Are there any other locations, secure or insecure, where Biden might have kept sensitive government secrets? That's a legitimate question, and it needs to be answered. There's another great question. Here's another. Did the government delay notifying the public for political or other purposes, such as sparing Biden from criticism or to keep voters in the dark before Election Day? Hmm. Uh, does that not sound like the laptop from hell to you? Hmm. When social media got pressured by government agencies, the FBI and others, to, oh no, we can't have that. That's Russian disinformation. That's Russian disinformation. No, you can't squash it. Mm-hmm. Now we know and have known, if anybody was actually paying attention, the laptop from hell and the information on it was real. It was way too real. And yeah, it's, and the FBI is just as complicit in the cover-up because they had the dang laptop since December of 2019. Oops. Again, uh, some of y'all got some, you got planning to do, Lucy. And here's the beautiful, here, here's the cherry on top of the Sunday uh, from Solomon's story. Did any foreign powers have access to the office space where the documents were found? AKA, uh, did the Communist Chinese Party have any of their people or anybody who was loyal to them uh, have access to uh, the office space and the documents? Hmm? I mean, come on. Get real here, folks. And <laughs> what's even better? What is even better? Uh, the Penn Center, the Biden Center at University of Pennsylvania, which happens to be... Uh, President Trump's uh, alma mater, 
He graduated from the Wharton School of Business. So yeah, this is going to be real dang interesting to see how this works. It really is. Because the very same media, the very same members of the Biden regime who screamed about, oh, he mishandled documents, he mishandled documents. Well, how the hell do you explain this? Hmm? And the attempted cover-up? Uh, and because you know, <laughs> they know these people are scared spitless because they know with a guy like Jim Jordan, who is going to be an absolute bulldog, absolute bulldog and will not let go because they're trying to get ahead, not only of the story, but the impending hearings from the oversight committee or and or the Judiciary Committee. <laughs> Part of me has to laugh at this because the very same people who thought they were so above it all, so moral, we did the right thing. Trump is awful. He's terrible. Mm -hmm. And you didn't look in the mirror first. And yet, that which you blame somebody else, you're just as guilty of. This is called projection with the help of the incestuous relationship of the mainstream media with the Democrat Party. So yes, this is going to be a hoot. It's just going to be a hoot. And the fact that the Biden Center from University of Pennsylvania got, oh my gosh, I, I, I this, this is the part that just really cracks me up. Well, actually it doesn't crack me up, it more like burns me up. The latter question took on added significance Monday night, and this is a continuation from John Solomon's article. They've no, it has been known for years, years, folks, that the University of Pennsylvania have received extensive funding from the Communist Chinese. The CCP, baby. $54 million worth. Can you dig it? Oh, this is beautiful. $54 million. And it was around and after the time that Biden announced his policy think tank was going to be part of the university's Washington program. So he got money as vice president, but he, from this think tank of his, but he got even more money when he announced that he was going to run for president. Oh, you gotta love this. You gotta love this. Yet, oh, excuse me. The, <laughs> oh, baby. I, I'm gonna love the hearings. I'm gonna love the hearings, and I pray that they will make some of these hearings or maybe all of the hearings, public. Broadcast it, baby. Let C-SPAN just reek, reel in all kinds of ratings for this. Because once again, you know, rules for thee, but not for me, if you happen to be a Democrat. And you're gonna just go and try to create as much noise and as much distraction. I mean, it's like, ADHD on steroids is like, oh no, look over here, look over here, see, look over here. 
Uh-uh. Nope. Because now you've got two guys who are on key committees who are going to be coming after y'all and they're going to be coming hard. Way hard. So, yeah, if you're a Democrat, the names Jim Comer and Jim Jordan are going to keep you up at night. And I hope it does. Because you got to understand, Biden had those had those secure classified documents as vice president. He gets no executive privilege. He gets no protection. He doesn't. Only presidents get that because the presidential the Presidential Records Act has no enforcement mechanism. And all this noise, screaming about Trump and all these special counsels and all and all this money being spent for some, you know, <laughs> and it's the same cast of characters. You've got uh, the National Archives and you've got to deal with lawyers. But the problem is the FBI isn't bringing tactical teams to any of Joe Biden's little mansions that he got during his 50 years in, <laughs> in Congress and now as the uh, acting president. But no, but they just have to go after Trump, go after Trump, go after Trump. But this is going to be real interesting. If they want, if Merrick Garland wants to go after Trump with another special counsel who is just as biased and mean and just wants to just find whatever he possibly can to try to essentially throw a monkey wrench in Trump's uh, presidential bid. Now, I know there are going to be, there's going to be uh, Republicrats, Democrats, and others, but MAGA is still, still a huge force to reckon with. I mean, good grief. Last night, you had the, uh, the House pass its, uh, its rules package. Now, there were a couple, I think there was one or two Republicrats who gave, who had a problem with it, but they, they were really insignificant in the, in the big picture. Uh, they really were. Uh, I think this Tony Gonzalez, which is really sad because Tony Gonzalez, the football player, is someone I actually like. This clown? Eh, who knows? But anyway, it passed. And Democrats are, or Democrats, are absolutely beside themselves, ready to pop a blood vessel. Uh, little Jamie Raskin, who... As a politician, I totally disagree with. I don't, you know, apparently he's dealing with uh, a health issue and I, you know, and I pray he recovers. But if you're, but as a politician and your policy, uh-uh. Sorry, can, you, you can get upset all you want, but, you know, you served on that kangaroo court called January 6th. But now if... Congress, if the Republicans are going to do it right and actually have a real committee with minority members uh, and the right to cross-examine and with minority counsel, then okay. 
because apparently they have agreed. There have been agreements to release the 14,000 hours of video. And yes, and if they're going to do that, number one person on the subpoena list, Ray Epps. The mysterious Mr. Epps, who was, there's so much video evidence of his really hinky activities on January 5th and 6th, but yet somehow the FBI cut him some kind of a break. Because six months afterwards, he disappeared off of their most wanted. And now, and then, of course, the real cover-up began when the because Ray Epps lives in Arizona, and when media went to the Phoenix field office of the FBI, they didn't know who the heck he was. He didn't exist. And I'm thinking, hmm, something is rotten in the state of Arizona. Oh, something really rotten, like three-day-old dead fish out in the sun rotten. And so, yes, if you're going to go and investigate the real truth about January 6th, make sure that Ray Epps is at the top of the list. Get him under oath. You know, and just, and yeah, there will be people who cross-examine, but you know, that's the way it should have been. Not this fanciful, fanciful fairy tale and fable by all of these people who totally perjured themselves, these weak cops with the Capitol Police who all of a sudden became celebrities because they were Nancy Pelosi's people. Oh, and speaking of Nancy Pelosi, the former speaker, uh, yo, sweetie, uh, what's with the messages that were found, the text messages, all the communication, you knew that President Trump had asked for these troops to protect the Capitol. But you and Muriel Bow Wow Wowser, the mayor of DC, uh, you dropped the ball and you created a situation that turned deadly. Now, not so much for the police, but uh, hey, Ashley Babbitt, ever heard of her? Now her poor mom, got arrested outside of the Capitol on January 6th, marking the second anniversary, but Nancy Pelosi, even though she's not speaker anymore, she needs to be held to account for her dereliction of duty, for the sergeant of arms, for all the people who worked for her, for her little security force. Yeah, mm-hmm. So, no. The, the, it's pretty much the crap show that was the Soviet-style trial is over, it's done, it will not be seen again. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. But, oh yeah, this is not going to be fun. This is not going to be fun at all because, as I've said before, and I've told friends, before the end of 2022, 2023 is going to be a year of reckoning, and there's going to be a whole lot of it. When you have a MAGA house, that even got one of the biggest swamp creatures, uh, namely Kevin McCarthy, to come up with a rules package that he had to make concessions to, 
Otherwise, he wasn't going to get any of the votes from the 20 Freedom Caucus members who were standing up for their country, who were following the, they were following their constituents' request. And yet, and a perfect example, uh, Dan Crenshaw from Texas, I used to really appreciate, I used to respect him. Now he's a piece of crap. He had to open his big mouth and call his colleagues terrorists. Because he couldn't keep his mouth shut, he lost out on a key chairmanship and it went to somebody else. Oops. Yeah, sometimes it's better to stay silent and let them think you're a fool than to open your mouth and remove all doubt. And that sad lesson had to be learned the hard way by Dan Crenshaw. But I don't know if he's going to get another uh, committee or something or some other assignment. But one thing I do know, finally, 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 the Republicans are showing some stones. Because Adam Schiff, his royal shiftiness, Eric Swolehead or Swalwell, uh, both have been removed from the from the intelligence committee. Nope, 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 nope. No more do we have to hear shifty shift for the three years or, or more. Oh, oh, we have all this information on Trump, but we just can't show it. You didn't have jack squat. You knew you didn't have jack squat. And as far as Eric Swolehead, white privilege in a suit, yeah, you got the boot because you got, you've been compromised, buddy, with your little Chinese communist girlfriend, Fang Fang, mm-hmm, who works for the uh, who works for uh, the CCP. No thanks. And oh, on top of that, oh, it made me so happy. Ilhan Omar has been removed from any type of committee that requires any type of a security clearance. Girlfriend is gone. Yay, yay, yay. This is what happens when you actually exercise power. Raw political power. And somehow, for whatever reason, the Republicans just don't want to do it. They've been like, oh, well, we need to play that. No. You do not play fair with people who would just assume uh, run over you and do it with a smile on their face. Trust me, these are not decent people. They are political animals who crave power like an addict craves meth. They want it and they will do whatever they have to to keep it. And they will scream bloody murder to any camera or any reporter that will be willing to listen to them. So yes, this is time for payback. Yes, payback, and everybody knows what payback is, you know. But hey, too bad, you know. The Democrats need a taste of what they've given to Congress and the American people for God knows how long. So I've got no problem with that. 
So this is going to be real fun, especially with this new revelation coming out about Biden screaming about the mishandling of documents by Trump. And yet, well, 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 what do we have here? He did the same thing, and he did it in violation of federal law. He wasn't protected. He doesn't have executive privilege. I mean, he does now as president, but he didn't as vice president. No vice president has. They're subject to the Federal Records Act. And this is going to be fun to see what happens when Jim Comer and the Oversight and Accountability Committee does with what they find. This is going to be really fun. I, I intend to have a great time. So let's see if we've got, finally, a Republican majority that's worthy. I would love to see it. And, <laughs> wow. I'm kind of blown away, but yeah, we're, we're going we're gonna to have to see what happens when a lot of these uh, committees start up. And that's just going to be, you know, stay tuned to be continued. But I wanted to end today with kind of a heavy heart because yesterday, uh, Lynette Hardaway, who is better known as Diamond of Diamond and Silk fame, passed away unexpectedly in her home state of North Carolina. Now, this was a surprise to many in the conservative world. Uh, it was certainly a huge surprise to President Trump, who wrote a glowing homage uh, to Diamond uh, on his True Social. I loved Diamond and Silk. I do. I mean, I kept them as a team in my head. I mean, you couldn't have one without the other. And they were hilarious. They told the truth. They just, <laughs> I absolutely adored them. Not so much because they are from my home state, as I was born in North Carolina, but I appreciated how they took truth as two very strong, independent-minded women of color. And because you don't really see that. You don't really see that. And they were admired by millions of people, a lot of them white. So it really, it, it was really, they were patriots. And they were the personification of how I end the program. Patriots come in all colors. And Diamond and Silk were just two of the great examples of that. And I love them for it. I will miss Diamond. I really will. I mean, they had a tremendous success in their career. I mean, they even had a television show, I think, on weekends on Newsmax. And, I mean, plus the, the appearing at the rallies and, and so forth. I mean, I will miss them. I don't know what's going to happen with Silk, but I almost feel like I lost a member of my family because they both are just nothing short of incredible. And 
And with Diamond gone, I don't know what it's going to do to Diamond and Silk, but it's okay. I mean, God bless Silk. And we're stick, it's sticking by her sister. Not just, they, not just the sister in the Lord, because they were women of faith, but they were biological sisters. And I, I, I don't know what's going to happen with Silk, but I, I'm, I'm kind of sad today because these were tough. These, these ladies are tough. They were definitely tough. And I sincerely hope that somehow, some way, they will continue. Uh, Silk will go on and continue the legacy that they both started. And to finish it out, maybe for next year, I don't know. But rest in peace, Diamond. You were one remarkable lady, a remarkable daughter of the Tar Heel State. And you will be missed by so many, more than I can even possibly count. And with that, my friends, I will simply call it a day. Thank you so much once again for listening. You can find In Black and Right on any podcast platform. Uh, we're, out, we're everywhere. And I sincerely hope you will find us, uh, subscribe and follow us. Because 2023 is going to be one amazing year. And until tomorrow, folks, take care. God bless you. And always remember, patriots still come in all colors. Rest in peace, Diamond.